Over 500,000 people suffer from work-related stress, depression, or anxiety, resulting in a massive 12 million working days lost every year in the UK alone. So rather than share a few anti-stress hacks, I want to run you through the architecture of stress because I believe that understanding this will create a longer-term antidote to both the symptoms and the cause. Now, it's made up of six steps. First, something external happens, an event, a stimulus, a stressor, a major change in your work or finances, perhaps, or something or someone saying or doing something to you. Secondly, it enters your consciousness, usually through sight or sound. Thirdly, at this point, it's no longer external. It exists within your mind as a thought. Fourthly, now it's internalized, you make a judgment and assess that stimulus. Fifthly, as a result of the judgment, you feel a negative emotion, such as fear, anger, loss, or guilt. Sixth, this triggers a physical reaction, which is externalized, thereby creating a feedback loop. Folks, sadly, because most people haven't been trained to observe this chain reaction of stress, we instinctively blame our feelings on external events, you know, some careless words, a difficult boss, a, a thoughtless partner, etc. And you know, from childhood, we've been encouraged to deal with and change others' behavior to alleviate the impact of our feelings. But folks, we know, of course, this is rarely possible because there's a natural threshold for what is and isn't within our sphere of control, and the world rarely bends to our will. So unfortunately, this cycle of negativity intensifies feelings, while the belief that the situation is to, to blame magnifies the sense of hopelessness. So what can we do about this problem? So an effective means of interrupting this destructive cycle, whether it's internalized or externalized, is to intervene at the point where a judgment is being made, i.e. step four from the above. You see, when the mind is clear, calm and composed, you can practice, you can, with practice, begin to notice a pause between the stimulus and the judgment of that stimulus or external event. And the calmer you are, the easier it is to catch. And that's all you have to do. See, the perception of that pause or gap presents a choice. And in that choice, you're no longer reactive, you're present. And the moment you're present, the rest is down to you. You have full discretion over what happens next, giving you the opportunity to transform a conditioned response into a more considered response. Now, calming the mind's clutter to the point of clarity and temporary stillness is best achieved through a number of methods. And I wanna share four key methods that we can use. Firstly, reflection. Turning attention inwards to explore your mental and emotional dynamics. I think journaling is a great tool to do this. Secondly, bilateral dialogue, reflecting with someone else, such as a, a confidant, a colleague, or a, a trusted coach. Thirdly, mindfulness, maintaining a state of awareness. And fourthly, meditation, training our attention to maintain deep focus, one of my personal passions. So by utilizing some or all of these methods, we can positively disrupt the dynamics of stress and build better, more empowered responses, both at home and in the workplace. I hope that's been valuable, a valuable insight. And as usual, feel free to comment, share, so we can combat stress better together. Special thanks to Coach Chris for his input on this. See you on the next video.